recorded in April 2012. This is a piece I did for the Siberia program about genetically modified potatoes in Chagask. I'm here in uh, Chagask Oak Park in County Carlow and with me is uh, Dr Ewan Mullins who is heading the research into genetically modified potatoes here from field trials. Dr Mullins, I wonder if you could just tell me how this program came about and what it is that you're planning to achieve with it. I'd be delighted to. So basically on February the 27th we lodged an application to the EPA to seek a license to grow a GM potato variety in the field here to study its resistance to late blight disease which we'll all be familiar as a disease from the Irish potato famine. It hasn't gone away, it's still here and we've been monitoring that pathogen for almost 30-40 years now and what we've seen is the emergence of very aggressive strains of potato blight in the last three years more so than we've ever seen before. And this is a serious problem for potato farmers. Each year, potato farmers have to spray up to 15 times a year to control blight disease. Um, There are no commercial resistant varieties available at the moment. And in, in 2009, the levels of blight were so severe that some farmers had to spray up to 20 times. In addition to that, farmers have a legislative hurdle that has come down the track to them, which is from Europe, which is basically decreed that farmers in Ireland and across Europe must reduce the amount of fungicides they apply on out, out on their crops. And that has to be welcome from an environmental perspective, but it, cre- it creates great pressure for the farmer and potato farmers specifically who rely so much on fungicides. So the goal of our work is not to commercialise GM potato, it's involved with an EU project, publicly funded, and what we want to study is the biodiversity impact of this particular GM potato. In particular, we want to see how good is it at uh, controlling blight, and specifically, how will blight respond? Um, That's very important for us, because we need to be able to provide information to people about the environmental impact of this line, but also what challenges it would place on the blight organism itself. Can you tell me when would you expect the results to be in? We can't do anything until we get a license from the EPA, so that's a 90-day statutory period. We will know about that license application in the middle of May, and if the license is, is successful, we will sow the plants, basically, and then the project is to run for four years. And during those four years, there is there will be a public outreach program. The whole One of the main goals of, of the project is to invite public opinion, to foster information that is based on science and disseminate that information to people in a clear, succinct, non-scientific way so that there's no misunderstanding, that everybody's very clear on what we're doing, why we're doing it, and most importantly, that people can decipher the results we get. As you said, the potato blight has a particular resonance in Irish history and culture. Is it a coincidence that Ireland happened to be the country that got this particular piece of research? Are there other GM trials going on in this EU programme throughout the EU? There are. I mean, blight is, is, is global. It's not just specific to Ireland. The other countries involved are the Netherlands um, and potentially Finland as well. The EU project itself has 22 partners across 15 countries. It's called Amiga, and the website is amigaproject.eu. And the goal of the work is, of the goal of that project is to look at the biodiversity impacts of GM crops. And potato and maize are the two GM crops that are authorised for cultivation in the EU. And GM potato with blight resistance, obviously, as you said, has significant um, resonance with the Irish public. But it's also a very severe disease in the Netherlands. We think we have problems here. They have much greater problems with it over there. So the, the goal of the project in Ireland and the Netherlands is to formulate research so that we can draw comparisons across both sites. Um, it's obviously very important to do 
field studies every year for at least three years so that you have statistical validity but the data will also be much more concrete and robust if we can compare across different sites. You also mentioned there the Netherlands had a particular problem. This particular variety of potato was developed in a university in the Netherlands. How will that affect how it would be developed commercially as opposed to if it had been developed by Monsanto, which is a company everyone associates with genetically modified foods? Yeah, it's it's a very important question. First of all, we have to say we have no links Chagas have no links uh, with Monsanto or any other of the ag biotech companies in regards to our um, GM risk assessment program since it was started in 2002. For the EU project, for the Amiga project, the lines have been developed in Wageningen University. That money was, or that research was funded by the Dutch government. I think it's uh, 10 million or 14 million over 10 years. And the goal of that was to basically develop blight resistant lines so that they could study environmental impacts but also determine the validity of them for the Dutch market and Dutch growers. The work that we're doing is the lines will be donated to Chagas on a standard material transfer agreement. Um, There is no contract at the end of it. There is no commercial input at all. Um, It's purely public research for public good. I understand that although this will be the first field trial in several years that Chagas has carried out on genetically modified foods, you have been doing similar lab trials. Could you tell me something about that work? Sure. The, the, since the program started in 2002, the remit was to study the relevance of specific GM crops. So, And it's an important point because there's a lot of generalizations made about GM crops. For example, some are good, some are bad. We, we don't accept either comment, basically. We were tasked back in 2002 with looking at what crops could have relevance to the Irish agricultural sector. And obviously the GM blight-resistant potato rose to the top because of the high level of inputs that are, that are required to make the crop economical. So we have developed our own GM potato lines here in Oak Park and we've been studying them in the glass house for almost four or five years now. And it's, as a result of those studies, we've seen that it has potential in terms of resisting various strains of blight. But that's not enough because we need to look at any potential costs, specifically environmental issues. And that's what the field study is about. Finally, I have to ask as an Irishman, what do they taste like? I have no idea. I'm assuming they'll taste like normal spuds because there's only one single gene, which is a wild potato gene that's gone into them. Um, There's no other bacterial DNA or anything like that sitting in in these spuds. But the important thing to note, though, is that the spuds that will come from the trial under under the EPA license, there will be no way that the spuds can get into the human food chain and they will not be used as animal feed. They'll be destroyed at the end of the trial. So there's no feeding studies for this particular work. Thank you very much, Doctor.